0: name of jesus christ oh god i actually right now god that you would move by your power that you move by your anointing sweet holy spirit come into this place oh god i actually right now god that you would do what needs to be done oh god i pray to god that your will be done like never before oh god i pray to god that you will come in and move by your power that you will come in and move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I pray right now, God, that you will touch everyone. Oh God, that you will come in and do what needs to be done. Oh God, I pray right now that you will touch every mother in the building. Oh God, I pray right now, God, that you will have your way like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I take authority over the atmosphere and I cast out every unclean spirit. Holy Ghost power, In order now, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. I want to wish you all happy Mother's Day, those that are mothers here. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be what kind of mother are you? I'm going to be talking about Bathsheba. Herodias, Athaliah, Hannah, and Mary. We're living in an hour now that either the grandparents are the new modern day parents. And then we're, there's a generation that is here and it's being manifested that now that the mothers are in a place now that, um, that the the, the, we're in a place now that the mothers have to come into a place now that the generation is here, that is here now, is the fact that they are going to be in a place. The children that you see coming up now are the children of rebellion, the children of destruction. This- gone or they allowed the things of the world to take them out of the church. Then they birthed a generation that is here now that the mother is trying to live out her life whatever she lost in her teens or in her early 20s. Then they birthed out children they didn't really want. And they didn't put no values because every time they looked at it, they saw a demon they didn't want to raise. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that it should go. And then when it did depart, it would not, it would come back to it. And because they did not raise up the child, now they want to know why they have all of these things that's in their house. Why do we have all of these things in society? And now since COVID, more people don't want to work, there's going to be so many more jobs, but they don't want those jobs. Isn't it strange you want something better, but you have not prepared yourself for better? But any time that a change in a, and God is doing something to earth, there's always a trembling, there's always a shaking, there's always a disturbance because we don't understand that the earth is really groaning and moaning because it's the summit coming of Jesus Christ and people are not ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ because they have not prepared the way. They have not stood in prayer and fasting. They allow the things in the earth, they allow the things in the world to manipulate them outside of the things of God. And it was a generation that was in the church and all they talked about were prosperity. But there was no prosperity in your soul. It was only the things of your flesh. So it's easy for you to go out there into the work environment, easy to go out there in the world and manipulate it. Now you've got all of these people got big houses and fancy cars, but they have no values. they got a big house but an empty soul. And now they are giving their children everything naturally, but they have not given them anything spiritual. They have not trained up a child in the way that it should go. And then when it comes, when it departs, it will come back to it. What are they coming back to? They're going to come back to what was already inside of them, what was already birthed inside them. A lot of times in our life, we're either living out what we have been told, or we're living out some fantasy that's in our mind. And we want to know why this generation and why the world is going the way it is. You need to understand what is happening. This thing just didn't start. you looking at it now because your eyes are becoming open. But this thing has been going on 20, 30, 40 years, and now it's manifesting thing about a move of God you don't think God is moving but God is moving all the time that's the thing about it is you've gotten out of the spirit and now you can't understand what the spirit of Christ is saying and doing in this hour you don't know why God is bringing destruction, structure why God is bringing terrible things upon the earth now because your mind trying to figure out is God good and God still alive yes God is still good but we have not done what we're supposed to do in the earth and now we got a rebellious generation that you don't want to deal with. Matter of fact, you don't even like them. There's so many people that's not in love with their children. It's just like a piece of furniture. I want to get discarded every time that I feel led to discard it. Or I pay it off. I, I just want to pay it off to get it out of my face. But yet, we have not done what God has told us to do. And we don't understand that it's right here in the earth. Go to James 1. James 1. Let's start at verse 13. The source of temptation. It says, let no one say, when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. God can not do this. You attempted because of your, the, the the things that was in the subconscious of your mind, huh? because of what you saw on MTV, huh? what you saw in the job, huh? what you saw your neighbor getting away with, what you saw all the pastors getting away with. It. But yet they didn't tell you what they didn't want to do with in their house. And then now these things are playing out in our lives. And you want to know why the life and the situations that's happening now is so in a place that we don't know what to do. You want to know what has gone wrong? How did this happen? You are asleep. While the enemy was out there taking seeds of your possessions, what was valued? And it's always the children, the older people. That's what God always valued. But that's what America's discarding. That's why it's easy for you to have an abortion and get up off the table and and do whatever you're going to do and then have sex two weeks later and then get pregnant again. That's why it's a repeated cycle in your mind. Because you have left God. There's nothing that's governing your principles. There's nothing governing your life. You're just doing whatever you feel like doing. However you feel like doing it, just like you don't understand Alice Crowley said, do what I want, and you listen to Jay-Z and Beyoncé, you listen to all of these singers, you listen to M.C. Hammer, you listen to Jayla, you listen to all of this perversion. And that's how you feel like you should live your life. Let's talk about the reality shows. I want that, and all they perver- promote Is jealousy, rage, confusion, and to tell you how not to love your husband or tell you how not to love your wife. And it's okay for you to have a side chick, it's okay for you to have another man on the side. But you got to understand the TV tells you and the movies tell you what is really happening. You want to know why Sapphire and those games are such out of because it takes you away from your problem because half America don't want to deal with the problem so you play a game to live in a fantasy. But then God is so far from you. you don't understand what's going on. James 1 and 13. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. I told you there's three people talking to you. You got yourself, you got the devil, then you got the Holy Spirit. And if you have not governed yourself with prayer, fasting, and reading the word, you are doing this on your own. Let's eliminate one of the factors. Let's eliminate the devil and let's look at yourself. I did it because I won't. But yeah, you're going to go and try to bind up a demon that's not even there. How can you bind up yourself when you think you're right? There ain't no strong man being bound. There's nothing governing your heart. One thing about it is, God is not going to let you bind up your own self when you have stepped away from him. So you constantly being in a realist, real, ritualistic spirit and don't even understand it, what is happening and what is going on in the subconscious of your mind. James 1 and 14, but each one is tempted when he draws away by the own desires And enticed. Verse 15. Then when desire has conceived. It gives birth to sin. So what you're looking at now. Is a result. Of a smaller version of you. A result of your sin. And it's strange how God will allow you to continue to go in this cycle for years because you did not deal with things. So you call yourself running away from it. But then it's strange how God allows it to be birthed through the womb. And now you live in your own self over again in a rebellious state. Because we don't understand God. God has a way. That's mighty sweet. God has a way of dealing with everybody according to what they're doing. You need to understand something about Jeremiah 2 and 19. It says your own wickedness will correct you. That thing that's in your house will judge you. And it's going to remind you of what you did and said. All over again. Isn't it strange? You don't want to let go and let God, but isn't it strange how your children in your house continue to remind you of what you done wrong over and over again? God got away. You can take them to the counseling. You can take them all over the world. But let me tell you something. They are always going to remind you of what you did wrong. They're not going to remind you of anything that you did right. But that's how we are when we get into a sinful state. That's how we are when we come into a place that we're in a state of rebellion. You always want to think that your life is this and that. But you don't understand how God kept you on the job when you didn't even want to come to the job. You don't want to understand how God kept your mind and your body. You don't understand why God didn't allow that man to kill you. He abused you and did all of this. And then God sent somebody there to get you out the house. You don't understand how. The bills got paid. But no, you don't want to acknowledge that God sent somebody, huh? Somebody your way to make the way out of no way, huh? But you don't understand it was a God that brought you out of the house of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. It was me, huh? He said I followed you all through your life, but yet you didn't want to acknowledge me. There's a way that seems right unto a man. But that way leads to death. But Emma, tell you something. But then you want to look at Walking Dead. <laughs> That's your favorite TV show. But isn't it strange that you a dead man walking in sin? Keep watching. Let's go back to James. And sin when it is full grown brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Do not be overwhelmed. Do not be delusional. Do not be overtaken by sin and being gullible. But it's strange how our desires catch up with us. One way or another, God, I'm going to tell you something. You can come to God and serve God all day long, but if you never give Him your heart, you are just a sound disseminant and a tumbling brand. God can don't care about none of this stuff. He don't care about how much money you do, He don't care how many cars you have, He don't care how many clothes you dry, He don't care about none of that. He cares about your soul because none of this stuff in the earth realm is going with you. When you die, guess what? Your body decays in the ground. Even the coffin and the clothes and the expensive stuff that's put down there in the grave with you. None of that's going. How can God take back something? You already have all the things in the life that's in a goal of mine. How can I? I wanted to, I'm not going here, but I'm setting it up for the message Genesis 11 1 and 11. Everything produces at its own kind. It goes for the vegetations and the flowers, and it goes for the body. Because when you think, be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. You grow, you change, you get old. And then in some states you become barren. When the tree becomes barren, guess what? It's good for nothing, then it, it, it decays. It could be by the water, fresh water, but when that age has full grown, it is not in a place that is able to produce anything. So that's why it's important for you to work while it's day. Because when night time comes, no man can work. But see, in your daylight, you study finding fault with yourself. You study doing all of these crazy things and allowing all of these people in your life that is not going to bring you fruit, that's not going to produce anything in your life. Let me tell you something. The time is coming that the money. is not going to mean anything. You're going to build your whole life trying to get money, fame, fortune, and riches. But yet it's going to land the bank. And you're not going to be able to do anything with it. You better work while it's day and do what God is calling you to do. Everybody's running here and there. But is anybody calling her and preaching the name of Jesus Christ? By no other name shall men be saved. It's about Jesus. It started with them and it's going to end with them. What kind of mother are you? I just gave you the introduction. What kind of mother are you? This is Mother's Day. Let's look up the word mother according to Wikipedia. It says a woman in relation to her child or children bring up with care and affection. Give birth to. That's a mother. Because how can you bring affection and care when your soul is waxed cold by something in this earth that caused you to be broken? Everybody, man, woman, boy, girl, they're going to experience trials and tribulations. But Jesus Christ is the only way out of every affliction you will ever experience in your life. You need to understand something. I was talking to a lady yesterday in the gym. She said that when she decided to take control over her body and start losing weight, people got mad and jealous. You are so connected to the wrong thing, you don't know when God has provided your way out. A lot of times when business comes, a lot of times when change comes, the very person that said they will never leave you, they're never going to forsake you. They're the first ones out the camp. Because now what you're doing is not profiting them anything. They want you down in the gutter. They want you down in the out. Because it's bringing them produce. Because you don't understand what you are. So you look over here, says, oh, I'm a fig tree. No, uh-uh, no. B.T. said, no, I'm an apple. Oh, no, no. My Facebook. No, I'm dead. of a peach tree. Because the enemy knows who you are. He's taking what God created from you. And then you're raising your children. Like what you're running around pretending to be. That's why you're not stable. And you want to know why he or she got problems. When you walk in the house this way, then on Tuesday you this way. There's no stability. When I was growing up, my mama didn't shed no tears. She didn't cry, she didn't give us anything. She was always a strong woman because she had to do what she had to do. She took her tears in private. But no, you want to show everything. Let me tell you something, it's a time in your life you cannot show children anything. Because if they see you cry, that's how they're gonna handle life, crying all the time. It's not what you tell them that they get older, but it's telling what you did when you're there younger that's what's going to take root you need to understand something that's why it's the fundamental teachings of Jesus Christ the simplicity of the gospel you need to understand why God is doing what he's doing God put it in the early age you need to understand what this is about because when you depart because God knows that everybody sometimes will stray away from him but you're going to come back to him because of your upbringing Come. Group of people or thing have similar characteristics. Character and nature. What kind of character or nature mother you are? Oh, let's get down to it. You want to blame mom and daddy for leaving, or mom and daddy being a drunk and a prostitute and a whore. But let me tell you something. If they were anything they want, they had enough sense to take you to church. No one will leave this earth without an excuse. You will be excuseless. You will not have a reason to blame anybody because why you're blaming somebody else for what you think they've done to you, you've got to understand something. Like my mama said, there's four fingers pointing at you. And guess what, when you stand before the judgment seat, you're gonna have to give an account because whether they did it or not, you need to understand what you're blaming, but now that has been produced in your house and it's driving you crazy. Oh, but your mom and daddy stood it. There's a weak generation and a perverse generation. And it's going to get worse because God said it's embedded in the earth. And it's not going away. Nobody's trying to do prayer and supplication anymore. Nobody's trying to seek the will of God. Let's talk about the first mother. Let's talk about Bathsheba, daughter of an elf. We know that David had Uriah killed, and the baby died, but she had another son, the wisest man in the world. He told Solomon, I'll give you whatever you want but he wanted wisdom for the people and God said because oh but I forgot let me pause there you think because it came from bad she came from a corrupt seed okay that's why the head is the tail because you ask nothing of yourself i'm going to give you wisdom and prosperity Bathsheba and David's second son, Solomon, later became the king of Israel. It was Bathsheba who secured Solomon's future. Are you securing your children's future? Are you still in the back room trying to figure out why you did this and that? Huh? God don't care about your sin, but Bathsheba was on her job. Because every time a king died out, there was always so many children by the wise and the Bathsheba had four sons and Bathsheba's servant a maid servant had so many by David but she was on her job and made sure that God's will got done and she secured the throne for her son and she became one of the most powerful queens at that time Says to the throne and became a powerful female figure in the kingdom. But you so busy wanna relive your your open sin, cause everybody knew what happened and everybody knew the things that happened between Bathsheba and David. But Bathsheba had enough in her to make sure that God's will got planned, and and that God's will came forth into fruition. Sometimes you got to forget about yourself and think about what is best for the household. you got to think about what is best for the people. You can't just live in your past. Some of you can't even get over your sins and your discretions. You come into church every Sunday. You on the job on Monday. And you about to lose your mind over sin that happened 20 years ago. Why did Jesus Christ shed his blood? Take care of the sons. Take care of the daughters. Oh, I forgot, you're so busy buying Chanel. You got to have, see, now they ain't buying nice cars, reliable cars. They want to buy all of this other expensive stuff. That's why the economy is going to crash again. One thing about God, he knows how to put his fence in the economy. To bring a nation to repent for their sins. And those who mind is not prepared. You're going to crumble like the depression of the 1930s. And God showed me that years ago. People are going to commit suicide. But see, now they're medicating you to death. They don't want you to kill yourself because you're you worth more for the pharmaceutical company by them medicating you. So they ain't, they ain't going to let you kill yourself. They're just going to medicate you to death. The same people that you put in office got their hand in the pot as they always have. And they tell you these fake lies. But you put him in office. But that's Bathsheba. She secured the future. And not only that, but the king of Israel. Heronius. Oh, let's talk about the second mother, Heronius. That had a daughter named Salome. Oh, always wants to cut off the head of the prophet. Always trying to shut up the kingdom of God. Oh, but you know, there's always somebody, some mother they don't like nobody telling them about their sins. But when the prophet came and told her, it's unlawful for you to be sleeping with your brother's, uh, with your uh, brother's wife. See, he, see, she got mad at that, and she held that, that thing in her heart that that. That bitterness, that rage, and and when she had an opportunity to make it right and to stab him and cut him, but she couldn't put her hands on it. Well, you know how you do. You tell your children about your grandmama. You know your grandmama did. You know when your aunt so-and-so did this, and you know they did that, and your uncle Lulu did it. And it keeps a separation in the family. So now you are not physically clearly your mama and your daddy, your aunts and your nieces. You allow your children to do it. And I know I'm in the house. But I got clean hands, but a filthy heart, always causing a division in the family. Cousins can't get along. Nieces and nephews can't get along over a lie. And it keeps going down until God raises up someone to break that generational curse. That needs to be broken. Heronius, her name means monitor, watch over. And that's what that spirit does when you release it in your life. <laughs> you got to understand, Heronius had that spirit that she put in her daughter and everything, everybody else in the kingdom. And that spirit watched and monitored everything that John the Baptist was doing. And some of you don't believe there's a monitoring spirits that watch you. You may not see them, but they're there. And her daughter is Solomon, which means peace. You are doing everything opposite of what you are supposed to do. She did not display any type of peace. And let's remember now, it's okay to be so close to your mom and your father, but it shouldn't be in the place that they allow you to do wicked things. There's always should be a separation. Huh? But you got to understand something. Your loyalty needs to go to a place huh? that it's just not going to be. Huh? You need to understand something. Do not be any lord to anybody in the flesh. Huh? You need to be lord and sold out to Jesus Christ. Huh? That should be a thing that comes up and says, no, mama, no, daddy, I can't do it. That is not right in my spirit. That's not what you told me to do. But even if they didn't put it in you, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody has a warning signal that comes to the room of a woman. It's in us that something ain't right. You may not obey it. See what happened. I know I shouldn't mess with her. And it's something in me, but you know what? Then that flesh start talking. Now, nah. gone forward. Then you birth a child out of her. Now nah, you got 30 years of headaches. And that fake love that she you had, you're gonna find it goes wax cold. And then she becomes that diamond that you thought that was so pretty. Then it starts grinding. You know, they take diamond and cut stuff with. Then that diamond snitch that they starts, they're just cutting you, cutting you. Every chance cutting you, cutting you. And then don't let you get another woman. Then she's gonna cut and get between that. Oh, that diamond just to get the work in her. Oh, is it erroneous there? Testament, the step God of Harry Antipas, demands and receives the head of John the Baptist. they always going to try to cut off the word. What type of mother are you? Are you using children to do your evil? Is somebody going to raise up? and allow God to use them and break generational curses. And a lot of times what happened is now, we got in such a place that nobody's really praying on God. Really nobody's interceding. I'm going to tell you something. You go on Facebook, you go on these prayer lines. You can always exceed, and that's good to a certain place. But it gets to a place now that you got to get on your knees. Take time out. Set yourself apart that you can travail and break generational curses yourself. You need to understand that why can chase a thousand Two can taste 10,000. But if you're in the crowd line, everybody got a different agenda. But a handful will change the next generation. Because we're so consumed with ourselves. So this, you got 25 people on the crowd line, 25 different issues. And I always tell the church, you are the best advocate in prayer for yourself. But see, that takes faith. And faith is something that just doesn't happen overnight. You're born with it. But through the trials and tribulations, the suffering and the pain, I cut my hand in the master's hand. They ain't telling you that no more. Get on the prayer line. Get set free are scared to cast out a demon people need the Holy Ghost I'm talking about the real Holy Ghost that's baptized and laced with the fire and the blood of Jesus to break every binding yoke there's so many people now so afraid John the Baptist was not afraid to, to go there and tell them the truth who cast John the Baptist said, if I lose my head today or tomorrow, I'm going to close my eyes and be with Jesus. See, they ain't got that. When they did that shooting out west, some of those people lost their life. They were true martyrs. A martyr is a person that suffered, persecuted for their religious belief. The people of old were true martyrs. They were sold out. But it's so amazing that we that we can't stand up. We always operate in the spirit of fear. As long as you operate in the spirit of fear, as long as you operate in a place that God cannot use you. You need to understand something. You're just going around in circles. You're still in the wilderness. You need to understand why God did not anoint all of them thousands and thousands of people in the wilderness. He anointed one man, and that one man obeyed. Everybody in this next season is not going to be anointed. The days of Billy Graham, the days of Azusa, all of that stuff is over with. God. Is is raising up a next generation, and they're gonna be baptized with the fire and the blood of Jesus, and the ones that you throw away that don't have no heart for you, gonna have a heart for God. And they're gonna do it because the average person, the average Christian, is weak. They ain't got no strength. Every Sunday, they just go, Oh, I got enough strength to get to the church. Then you go home, you're tired. No fire! In your bones, like Elijah. Elijah said that thing was so strong in him, it was just like fire shot up in his bones. You should be able to speak to the dry bones, but you got to have that faith. You got to have the faith. Elijah could have told, "Yeah, Lord." Yeah, I know that you could do it. But even in all the power and the wisdom he had, he says, Oh Lord, you alone only knows. Then God released him and gave him the commandments. Speak to him. The way we answer and respond to God means everything. Let's go on. She was a killer. She manipulated men. Are oh, you the type of person manipulating women? I looked up the word manipulation. It says, "Handle or control a tool or mechanism, except typically in a skillful manner." Are oh, you operating in that spirit of erroneous that, that was manipulating? She was so willing to do everything to get her way. She was even able to manipulate her children. One thing about a spirit, you probably say, well, you didn't say the one daughter. The Bible just talked about the one daughter, but she had other children. you got to understand something. Whatever mother or father has a manipulated spirit, it's going to go down. It's going to control the whole house. You, why would you think Satan just going to sit there in the back room and only work there? Satan going to work in the whole house because you gave him permission. Isn't it strange that we think we do sin and sin is going to stay right over in this corner? Let me tell you something. You're going to go back and go back because you're creeping at the nighttime. You're creeping in all the hotels. You're creeping in all of these crazy things. And you thinking you're creeping there. But God said when you creep out, you're taking seven more greater than what you had. Control or influence a person or a situation cleverly and unfair. Let's talk about the next mother. Now this one is real good. Aunt Eliah. Let's talk about her. She was something. But some of you are a production of your mama and your daddy. You came into the house and you stayed there. You didn't get no father. I tell people what's past salvation. altar. And I gave God my heart. And you stayed there. You never turned around and walked in faith. Her name is afflicted by God. Athaliah was a queen of Judea. The only female monarch to sit on David's throne. Why would you think God was not going to afflict when you're sitting in a place that God has not ordained you, there will never be a peaceful reign. There will never be anything because you're sitting on something that God has already rejected. You need to understand something. The rejection just not sit there on the throne. The rejection has a way of playing out in your life. Everything that you do, everything that you tried to do, everything that you wanted to do in life. And it seems like that spirit goes down into your children. And it gets worse as the years go on. liar was a wicked, wicked person. And God had afflicted her. There was nothing you could do. And sometimes God just let it play out. You ever seen things in the family it seemed like it has to play it over a period of time until the generation dies out. Because if God don't cut it off, but you sitting at the graveside crying and whining, that's okay. But sometimes God sees things beyond what you can see. It says, And was the daughter of King Ahab. And Queen Jezebel, I told you about Jezebel. She came up against what? Another prophet of God. Hopefully you'll leave here today and know don't put your hands on a true prophet of God. Put your hands on don't means you don't look at, you don't think evil about, you don't do nothing evil to it. You walk away and that's what you do. So Aunt Lion. her father was Ahab. Ahab was a weak king. And when he wanted Nabal's property, he had to go to the woman. And then he cried and whined. I told you my husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. They know how to get each other. Because there's a soul tie. There's a bonding. That's why you leave your mommy and your daddy, and those two become one. So she came from out of this rebellious line. You ever know some people? It's like the whole family just wicked. They, they just wicked. See, when God rejects the seed, everything from the bloodline continues. But you got to understand something. They didn't heed the prophet. See, you got to understand some Ahab knew. He was always knowing the things of God. He came from out of that bloodline. But when you got to watch who you marry and connect yourself with, because it may curse your bloodline. I love him. Oh, I just love her. She's so fine. Oh, he got some big muscles. Then time you marry. Boom! That's when your eyes become open, and the truth be revealed, and you're fighting all day long. That love becomes wax cold. And she married Jehoram, the eldest son of Judah's king, Jehoshaphat. Her time as a queen is nested, it says her Aim, here, aimed, it says, in centuries of evil monarchs who reigned over Judea and Israel. That means she was able to torment territories. She was able to cross over North Carolina state line. She was able to cross over Virginia state line. She was able to cross over to Maryland. I don't care where your children go. It follows them. But let's read some more about her. I told you her name means afflicted by God. And Elias' husband, Jerome, was king of Judah until his death. It says, unlike his father, Jerome was a wicked king. And you say, And son, at the age of 22, ascended the throne. And guess what? And Elias counseled her son in his devilish schemes. So I'm producing my own kind. Oh, we don't start there. Because something about sin, when it gets whole and it's not given to God, you got to understand something. That pit, it gets bigger. That's why when Korah rose up in the book of number 16 chapter, when Korah rose up against Moses, the whole house fell down in the ground. Sin gets bigger if it's undealt with with God. That's why you start off with, with drinking. Huh? Then it goes to cigarettes. Huh? Then it goes to marijuana. Huh? And next thing you know, you're lacing it with this. Huh? And you're lacing it with that. Huh? And then now you become a drug dealer. Huh? And now your sister and your brother are doing it. Huh? Now it's in the house. Huh? It's the risk of growing weed in the backyard. Now it's in the house. And now you got your children. Now your grandchildren are selling drugs. Because when it's full grown, brings forth what? Death. Dead man walking. And let me tell you something about your mind. That's why when people get caught up in drug life, prostitution, it seems like you can tell them they can walk out, they can walk out. Boy, but I got to go there. Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Deuteronomy 28, chapter. Let's start at 15. I'm going to skip around. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Curse shall you be in the city. Curse shall you be your baskets and your knitting bowls. Curse shall you be the fruit of your body. Curse shall you be when you go in and out. Curse shall you be when you go out. The Lord will send you curses, confusion, and rebuke in all that you set your hands to do. Talk about your tithes and offerings. See, they ain't gonna teach you this, but they're gonna take your money. You paying tithes and offering. Pastor, I'm still struggling with my bills. Now, the pastor know you, you got a demon in this running your family, but he ain't gonna tell you that you need to be set free and delivered because he worried about you leaving the church. There's a spirit of limitation. It seemed like I get to a certain place in my life, and it seemed like I can't go further. It seemed like I'm a little bit better than my mama, but it seemed like, God, I get to this place, and 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 God is dealing with you and, and, and telling you something ain't right, huh? and you know you're doing all that you can, but it seemed like I'm not going into that abundance It seemed like my daughter getting pregnant after this. Huh? It seemed like the people in my job always doing something to me. And I look back, my mama suffered. My daddy suffered. What is wrong? You got a demon in your bloodline. They ain't gonna tell you that your great-great-granddaddy was doing stuff in the backyard. There was a man in the Bible Israel was was not doing something. I don't know if they wasn't prospering. And God told the young boy that your daddy and them and the men of the city was out there and did stuff in the woods. They done built stuff. He was scared to do it in the daylight because he wanted nobody to know. But God told him to go cut it down and burn and destroy it. And they eventually found out about it. But you got to understand something. They were stunned. They couldn't do victory or something was going on. But you don't understand something. It results. Everything that you need is in the Bible. But you need to learn how to search out the scriptures. And don't let these people tell you that the Old Testament is gone. The only difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is Jesus Christ shed his blood. You ain't got to kill bulls and rams. You ain't got to go to the Catholic Church and tell the priest your sin. You can fall down on your knees. And the power that rescinded on man is in us. but it was the fathers and the mothers, the fathers, excuse me, and the men of the city doing stuff. You could do Jesus in the front all day long, but if that evil altar is not dealt with, you're gonna just always be in a place of struggling. When I was growing up, it seemed like certain people, they had like mind problems growing up. Mama said, don't you marry nobody in that family. Don't date them, don't do nothing but you let your kids do whatever they want. My family knew, and back down south, they knew it was a curse in the family. They didn't have to tell you, I just obeyed. But see, now you let your children talk to you like they're professors. And they're going to profess you red in hell because you're not dealing with them. You let your children usurp over you. God sets things in order, even though even surf over man. That's why I told you about the Ahab and Jezebel. You need to look at this and understand this. Let's go on down. And it's something else that Athaliah did, y'all. When Athaliah received word that her son was dead, she seized the opportunity to, to upsurf. The throne by murdering her what? Her own grandson. It gets worse. And you need to see what's going on and everything that is happening in life. You got to understand this stuff. You got to understand how all of these things play out. Sin gets bigger. Let's deal with Hannah. Let's talk about Hannah. Hannah. It means favor or grace. You know, you're gonna have some trials and, and some tribulations, huh? You're gonna have somebody. Because panaya was like a tormentor. You ever have somebody, huh? You know you're doing right, huh? And because this person is jealous, because of something you don't have, it's always gonna be a panaya in your life to torment you. with that Hannah had no children because of it says because of this Halkiah second wife which means Pearl taunted her and it says right here taunt, remark, make or order to anger, wound, provoke someone so you're in the house with this thing. And it seems like it's always a constant thing in your life. Or that they're just haunting you. And they're just taunting you. And they're just rebuking you. And doing all kinds of things. They don't find nothing in what you do. Everything is a problem. Everything. You need to see this. But she kept right on doing the right thing. Because the right thing pays off. But you got to go through a season of being mistreated. But you'll find out. Sometimes you'll find the parent will take the rebuke, but then the children will prosper later. Let's deal with this. It says right here, Panaya says a traditional name means cruel. In Hebrew, in modern Hebrew, it means pearl. So in traditional Hebrew, her name means cruel. But now, in modern day Hebrew, it means pearl. Peniah was Hannah's adversary and made her feel so worthless because she didn't have children that Hannah stopped eating, weeping constantly and was in bitterness of soul. Sometimes you got to go through the pain before the glory comes in. Your children may not have the best, but they clean. They go into school. This one gets accepted into a nice school. College paid. But you still got that person that always wants to talk about what you did and this and that. But they are never going to mention that when they got down and out that you gave and split half of the food that you had to help them. They're never going to remember that. But then out there in the open in front of your families, in front of the neighbors, they're going to just talk about you like a dog. But then they're creeping at your house at midnight saying, my son don't have no food. Uh, and I, I, can you help? Because of your good nature. See, let's, let's talk about this. Hannah's family was dedicated worshiping of the Lord, but this did not stop her facing life challenges. Even though you're going through and all of this stuff, you know, but you're still facing challenges in your life. But you still got your face to the ground, and you're determined not to take your hands off the plow and look back, because you're not fit for the kingdom. You were for down the infidel. She refused to accept her unpleasant situation. You got some people that just say, I'm going to steal, even though huh, nobody else, and even though my husband, huh, Elkai, is not there with me, huh, but I'm going to still have faith for myself. Huh. Some of you women, you got to go through some time by yourself. Huh. Even though your husband might be in the house and say, it is well, I still love you. Huh. But sometimes when you want something so bad, you still got to fast pray, and seek the will of God. And God will do because you were persistent. Some people know how to be persistent. Let the first thing of a trial of tribulation, let the first sign of persecution come. They'll turn back. You will never see the power and the will of God manifested in your life. Sometimes the harder you go through, the more anointing you have. There's a season in my life I went through back, 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 back. Then I was going to lose my mind, but God killed me. Little faith, little power. Big faith, big power. And I think not only did that, I look at her courageousness for what she did. See, sometimes after God does something in your life and you love him so much, you'll do anything. After her son got 12 years old, she gave him back. But not, I got the gear because the priest thought I was crying and going crazy. The priest thought she was crazy and losing her mind. Seeing that season of going through, you're going to look crazy to other folks. Feel like giving up. Let's go on. She prayed fervently to the Lord to give her a child. The Lord answered her prayer. Hannah remembered to show gratitude when the Lord answered her prayer. Hannah praised the Lord. She poured praises to the Lord for showing her himself mercy mighty in her life. Hannah had five more children after Samuel. But sometimes the first breakthrough is the hardest. If I could just get through the first trial, that's going to increase my faith, and then God will just send the overflow in abundance because you stood in prayer. Let's talk about the last one. Mary. Her name means what? Highly favored. Blessed. And we're talking about Jesus, mother. They don't talk too much about her suffering and her pain. I'm going to tell you something. Just like the Holy Spirit is in us and it entwines with everything in our body. When she conceived by the Holy Spirit, that thing became a part of her. She felt what it felt, don't you? So would I say that all of us have a piece of Mary experiences in us? We're not birthing out a child, but we're birthing out the spiritual thing. So whatever she's doing. Because when her and John the Baptist, I mean Mary and uh, John the Baptist mama, when they came, the one elite they wounds. So there was a feeling there. She suffered. Mightily running here and there. Escaping their life. Because they were trying to kill all the babies. Let's read what it says here. It says, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was described by God as highly favored, Luke 128. This phrase, highly favored, comes from the Greek word, which it it says right here, it, it says, essentially means much grace. Mary received God's grace in order to birth out the child, in order to birth out the things of God. You need to understand what God is saying and what God is doing in this hour. You need to see that Mary was somebody special. And all the mothers here today, I tell you that you're somebody special. And God can use you. God can do whatever it is he wants to do through you if you have the faith and the grace to go through. All you got to have is faith as a mustard seed. And when you're in God's provision and plan, God spoke and told him, to, Joseph, to marry her. The shame she suffered. All of those that had children, out of wet, like I tell you, God can send somebody to your life to be there by your side. If you just hold on. If you just have faith. Because you're highly favored. Your sins are forgiven. Your shame will be redeemed. God will do it. Every time. All the time. If you could just go through. Take it. Some of you are going through in the house with your husband. Some of you are going through with your children. Some of you are going through. But hold on. If you give up, the faith and the the statue of God in your house will be gone. A lot of times when you're the rock and the pillar, you're going to get that beating. That beating. That beating. But God said, I'm making you strong. I'm beating anger out of you. I'm beating unforgiveness out of you. I'm beating rage out of you. I'm beating the place in that. I'm going to beat the flesh that ain't nothing there. That you can manifest the fruit of the spirit in your life. Joy, peace, happiness, long-suffering, meekness, kindness. That you can possess this. Sometimes the beating God does in our lives. Brings forth a great anointing. Brings forth prosperity. Brings forth more of the will of God in your life. The message title was, What Kind of Mother Are You? I pray that something's been said and done. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.